scripture, antes de leer la escritura I want to share with you something. quiero enseñarles algo compartir algo con ustedes this, this is the, the newsletter uh, Intercessors for America este, un grupo de cristianos es un tipo de periódico que envían It came to me in the mail just two days before I left. Intercessors is a Christian group out of Washington, D.C. For the last 40 years, they've been praying and fasting for America. We get their newsletter. This is a front page um, article about a Christian Jew or a Jew who follows Jesus. Lo que vimos aquí en la primera página de un judío que es cristiano, que sigue a Cristo. His name is Jonathan Kahn. Su nombre es Jonathan Kahn. And here he's asked a couple questions. I'd like to read you what he says. Y aquí hace unas preguntas. He's been prophesying for years now. Él estaba profetizando por muchos años el juicio sobre América. Le preguntaron a él una pregunta. ¿Hay esperanza para América? Para no ser juzgados por Dios. Dijo, si hay arrepentimiento y renacimiento, entonces sí hay esperanza. En esa nota vamos a leer the scripture before we read the second question I will read it in English and then Alex will read it in Spanish if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sins and will heal their land Segunda Crónica 7, 14, se dice, Si se humillara mi pueblo, sobre el cual mi nombre es invocado, y oraren, y buscaren mi, mi rostro, y se convertieren de sus malos caminos, entonces yo iré desde los cielos, y perdonaré sus pecados, y sanaré su tierra. Notice the word then. Ah, noten la palabra. Then. That's entonces. When, when I will turn. Ah, noten la palabra entonces. When they have turned from their ways. Repent Repentance means I'm going in this direction. And I see how wrong that is. And I turn around and go in the other direction. It's a complete turning around. Not a little bit. No, un poco. It's the opposite of what you were doing. Or it's not real repentance. And God knows if we're repented of not. Second question. Does it look likely that America will turn back to God? ¿Crees que realmente vamos a regresar con Dios? O sea, vamos a poner atención a Dios. Answer. Y él, y él respondió. In the direction in which our nation is going now, no. Dijo en el camino que vamos ahorita, no. We have to change directions. Tenemos que cambiar de direcciones. In order to. Para qué? 
stop the judgment. Para que podamos parar el juicio. We'll need to make Israel our ally. Tenemos que ser aliados a Israel otra vez. And not help their enemies. Y no ayudar a sus enemigos. We'll need to stop abortion in our land. Tenemos que parar los lo que tiene que ver con el aborto. And we'll need to make some laws about homosexuality that stops it. Y tenemos que hacer leyes que pare todo lo que tiene que ver con los homosexuales. Let me say this about homosexuality. Did you know that Russia and China have laws in their country against homosexuality? It's against the law in Russia or China to be outward homosexual. It's not friendly to homosexuals. Do you also remember that Russia and China are communist nations? ¿Se acuerdan que esos dos países también Rusia y China son comunistas? They're atheists. Son no creen en Dios. They don't believe in God. No creen en Dios. Yet they have more sense than we do. Que ellos tienen más este ellos piensan más que nosotros. To practice something that will ruin the country. A poner en práctica algo que pueda echar a perder el país. Every nation in the history of the world. Cada nación en la en la historia del mundo that has gone down this road with homosexuality has come under God's judgment. And yet we say God will understand. I'm sorry, he won't. Until we repent of those sins, we'll be under God's judgment. So that's how bad it gets. Let's ask some real hard questions about judgment. When it comes to judgment, how does God do it? Judgment has three parts to it. First, God makes his law clear. He leaves no shadow of doubt in our minds of what he wants. It's found in his word. For example, Por ejemplo, thou shalt not kill, que usted no matará, thou shalt not steal, no robará, thou shalt not commit adultery. No we adultery. know these by heart. Ustedes, esto. If we know our Bible, we know what God wants. He has to make his, his laws clear or it's not fair. Second, Part, when we rebel against his laws, he warns us. He doesn't send judgment. Judgment comes next. He warns us again and again and again. Sometimes over a period of years. Sometimes there's so many years involved, we lose track of that was a judgment. A veces, sobre tanto tiempo que hasta a veces perdemos cuenta. Remember that he always speaks through his prophets. Él siempre habla a, a través de sus profetas. Amos 3.7. Amos 3.7. Uh, he says, I do nothing. Yo no hago nada. 
unless I tell my prophets. And the prophet's job is to tell the nation. A whole section of our Bible are the prophets. And they had many prophets. We do too. We just don't know who they are. That's why I want to introduce you to some of these prophets. So we've heard from three so far. I, then the third step is this. After many warnings, God sends his judgment. Let me use an illustration. Let's say two boys got ball gloves for Christmas. Digan que dos muchachos, dos niños, este, agarraron por la Navidad dos guantes de béisbol. And a baseball. Y la pelota de béisbol. That's right, I know that word. Paleto. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, boys will be boys. Y los muchachos serán muchachos. And the weather is too bad to go play outside. Y el tiempo no está bien para que jueguen afuera. So they decide to catch the ball indoors. Así que deciden jugar adentro. In the house. Adentro de la casa. This is bad. Esto es mal. And it continues to be bad. Y sigue continuando siendo mal. And uh, finally, mother says, I've had enough. Así que por fin la mamá dice, ya, es suficiente. She says to her husband, you have to put down the law. Le dice a su esposo, tienes que poner la ley. So, God, so the father puts down the law. Así que el padre pone la ley. They, he makes it clear. Lo hace claro. He puts a little sign on the refrigerator. Thou shall not play baseball no in the house. Baseball en la casa. He sits down and talks to the boys. Do you understand? Y les pregunta, First stage. Yes, Dad, we understand. La no baseball in the house. La primera parte. Entienden. Sí. Entendemos. So Dad goes to work. Sí, que él va al trabajo. After a few boys, the days of bad weather, the boys become restless. Después de unos días de que no se pueden ir afuera como que se que se cansan de estar ahí nomás sentados. So the mother can hear them upstairs playing ball. Sí que la mamá los escucha que están jugando. Bouncing the ball off the wall, catching the ball. La pelota pegando las paredes y todo. Are you boys playing baseball up there? Están jugando. No, no, not us. No, nosotros no. Okay. This happens many times. Y esto sucede muchas veces. And many times the mother says, I'm warning you boys. Y muchas veces la madre les dice, if you don't stop, I'm going to call your father. Les voy a decir a su papá. The mother is the prophet. I'm warning. La mamá es la warning. Es el profeta, que está dando advertencias. <coughs> she goes grocery shopping. Ella se va de compras. And the boys decide they'll play catch in the living room. Así que ellos deciden que ahora van a jugar en la sala. A lot of space there to throw the ball. Mucho lugar ahí para aventar la pelota. One of the boys missed the ball. Uno de ellos no agarra la pelota. And it breaks her favorite lamp. Y quebra la lámpara. Su favorito de ella. Now we've moved from warnings así que, to judgment. Así que ya hemos pasado las advertencias y ahora vamos al juicio. She comes home. Ella llega a la casa. You can't hide it. No lo puedes esconder. We try to hide our sins, don't we? Tratamos de esconder nuestros pecados. She says, I'm calling your dad. Y dice, le voy a hablar a su papá. Ooh, that's judgment. Ese es juicio. She hangs up. Ella the boy said, what did dad say? Y los niños dicen, ¿Qué dijo, papá? She says, I'm not telling you, but he's coming. 
See, when judgment is coming, we want to know what's it going to be. Así que cuando uno escucha que viene el juicio, quieren saber cuándo va a venir. Sometimes you can't tell. A veces no, uno no sabe. But it's coming. Pero si viene. That's where we're at. Ahí es donde nos encontramos nosotros. As a nation. Como una nación. We don't know what form it's going to take. No, no sabemos en qué manera. But it's coming. Pero si viene. Now, if that's true in a family, y si es eso, es cierto en la familia, how much more do you think is going to be true with God? Cuanto más con Dios. First the law, la ley, then the warnings, then judgment comes. Let me give you another example. Uh, Jeremiah was called to be a prophet. According to the time of the kings, we know exactly the date that Jeremiah became the prophet. Sabemos exactamente la fecha de cuando Jeremías fue hecho cuando fue profeta, cuando Dios lo llamó. Tenía un mensaje. Warn Jerusalem a Jerusalén que lo va a destruir. He suffered much under the men that didn't like him. Él sufrió por mucho por gente que no lo querían. They did many bad things to him. Hicieron mucho mal contra él. But during that whole time, pero durante todo este tiempo. He never quit prophesying. Nunca dejó de profetizar. Forty years rolled by. Por 40 años, 40 That's a long time. Por 40 años. Most of you haven't lived 40 years yet. Muchos de ustedes ni han vivido 40 años. And then Nebuchadnezzar came. Nebuchadnezzar. And he destroyed Jerusalem. Y destruyó Jerusalén. Every rock was torn down. Cada cada piedra. The temple was taken, templo, all the parts of the temple was taken away into todos Babylon. Todos del templo. And all the people were taken away. Y toda la gente se fueron llevados. One thing we don't understand is this. Una cosa que no entendemos es esto. Or two things really. Dos. Between the time Jeremiah was called Desde el tiempo cuando Jeremías fue llamado, and time Jerusalem fell was exactly 40 years fue exactamente 40 años to the day hasta el, hasta el mero día. when I discovered that Cuando yo descubrí esto, the hair on my head turned up se me paró el I pelo. said I know God's 40 is important yo, que los 40 es importante para what Dios. we teach on Friday night ¿Qué, qué enseñamos el viernes? 40 is God's number of testing el número 40 significa probando. testing remember Probar. Israel was in the desert for 40 Israel years. En el por 40 años. And many other 40s in the Bible. Y mucho, muchas más veces hemos visto este número 40. In 1973, en el 1973, America legalized abortion. Este, el país de lo hizo legal para que uno podía Anybody want to do the math and tell me how many years that's been? Desde entonces, cuánto fue? ¿Cuántos años han sido? 42. 42. We've already crossed the line. Ya está, hemos pasado esa raya. Judgment is upon us. Viene el juicio. Está encima de nosotros. What form will judgment take? En qué manera va a, tomar, va a ser el juicio? Everybody wants to know what to expect. Todos quieren saber lo que ha de venir. It's hard to tell. Es, duro, es difícil para saber. I'd be a fool to try to predict it. Yo, ni para qué tratar de... All I can say is I see it coming. Yo todo lo que puedo decir es que sí viene. But these are some of the things God's used in the past. Pero esos hay unas maneras en que Dios ha se ha manifestado en el pasado. Many times He's used bad weather. A veces usado la la clima el tiempo. In Elijah's day. En el tiempo de Elías. 
Elijah walked into the king and he said, it's not going to rain till I say so. He doesn't give any introduction to who he was, Nunca dijo quién era, where he came from. De donde vino. He just walked in and said it. Entró y dijo. And I bet you the king laughed. Y ese rey, yo creo que le dio risa. He looked around at his counselors and said, who is that guy? Y a sus consejeros, ¿Quién es este hombre? What kind of fool is that coming and talking to me like that? Que puede venir a así? And they laughed. Y se and then y it didn't rain for a while. Y no llovió. Then it didn't rain for a long while. Y luego por mucho tiempo no llovió. And the king says, where's that guy at? Y el rey dijo, ¿Dónde está ese hombre? What was his name? ¿Cuál era su nombre? Where did he go? ¿A dónde fue? Go get him. Búsquenlo. And they searched for three and a half years. They couldn't find him. Because God hid him. Dios lo Then they were paying attention, weren't they? <laughs> Sometimes God uses an invading army. King Hezekiah was a godly king. And for no unknown reason, the Assyrians came and attacked his nation. Y los y right to the gate of his Ahí hasta el mero muro. city. The Assyrians were very wicked people. Los eran and when they conquered you, it was serious business. Y ellos te, ellos a tu era cosa seria. They had two ways of controlling the enemy. One way was to chop off their heads en una manera, las cabezas, and make a big pyramid out of all the y un de, de todas las cabezas, skulls. De todas las cabezas. Just as a warning. Como una this was happens to our enemies. They didn't take prisoners. Ellos no they killed everybody they could get a hold of. Ellos The other way the Assyrians dealt with their enemies, La otra que es, they skinned them alive. Los vivos. While they were still alive, vivos, they peeled their skin off. Su These are scary people. Gente King Hezekiah did the right thing. El rey hizo lo he didn't see how big an army he had. Él no vio que, que tan era su, su he didn't go to the treasury and see how much money can I bribe them with. Él no fue a ver Dinero tenía para decirles a ver si les puedo pagar suficiente. He got down on his knees and he prayed to God. Él oró a Dios. And he fasted. Y ayunó. He said, Lord, Dijo, your Señor, name's at stake here. Tu nombre está. His great great grandfather, David. Su bisabuelo, su tatarabuelo, su anterior, David. Did the same thing with Goliath. Hizo con Goliath. Before he took on Goliath, he said, Lord, your name is at stake here. Dijo, aquí ponen, ponen tu nombre, hablan de tu nombre. Every one of their enemies they have destroyed. Cada, y cada enemigo destruyeron. Because they trusted in gods that were not God. Porque confiaban en dioses que no eran Dios. But you are the one true God. Pero tú eres el Dios verdadero. Save us. Sálvanos. This is how powerful our God is. Así es como, en esta manera es tan poderoso Dios. God sent one angel. Dios envió un ángel. Not two, one. No dos, uno. And that night, y esa noche, that angel killed 185,000 Assyrians. Y ese, ese ángel mató a 185,000 soldados. In one night, en una noche, 
The general woke up and the next morning his army was dead. El general se despertó y todos los soldados estaban muertos. On the battlefield. Ahí en el lugar de batalla. He had no choice. He had to turn around and go home. Él no tuvo opción, tuvo que irse a su casa. That's the power es el of our poder God. De nuestro Dios. That's a God who hears. Es un Dios que escucha. And answers in prayer. That's how quick we could turn back our enemies from our gates. If we would just ask God to help us. Many of the prophets are saying it's going to be financial calamity. Why, why touch the finances of America? Because money is our God. Our false God. We love money. But what did Jesus say about money? You can't love God and love money. If you love money, you hate God. Jesus said it. Money is our God. A second prophet, David Wilkerson, said, Financial calamity will strike America soon. So we need to prepare. We'll talk about that in the next hour. How do we prepare? Let me answer some more questions about judgment according to the word of God. How do we tell God's prophets from the false prophets? That's a good question because there are false prophets out there. Way back in the days of Moses, they talked about false prophets. In the days of Jeremiah, there were false prophets. And there will be false prophets today. Just yesterday I ran across an interesting scripture in Lamentations 3.14. We were over Mario's and Teresa's for breakfast. And while the men went out and worked on a leaky pipe, I found a Bible on their shelf it was in English. And I decided to sit down and read Lamentations. Not a happy book. <laughs> when you read Lamentations, you're in real trouble. A lamentation is a cry for help. It's a weeping. Jeremiah wrote it after the fall of Jerusalem. In chapter 2, verse 14, I found this. Jeremiah is speaking about the false prophets. He says, this is how you tell the false prophets. Very simple. They don't tell you to repent. They tell you you don't have to repent. You see, in the scripture we read at the beginning, if they will turn, 
Si se acuerdan en la primera, en la segunda crónica, si uno se se regresara, se convirtiera, convirtiera. The false prophets will tell you, you don't have to get rid of your homosexuality. God understands. Los profetas falsos, ellos no dicen que te arrepientes. Ellos dicen, Dios va a entender. You don't have to be an ally to Israel. God understands. No tienes que ser aliado de Israel. Dios entenderá. That's old-fashioned thinking. God ese understands. Es, ese es tiempo del pasado. Dios va a entender. You don't have to quit aborting babies. No tienen que parar de abortar los bebés. God knows a woman needs her rights. Dios sabe que la mujer tiene sus derechos. These are false prophets. Es un profeta falso. Another question. Otra pregunta. Will God judge the righteous and the wicked alike? Este, Dios juzgará a los justos y los impíos igual. All right. Alike. Alike. Uh, the same. Yeah, the same. Okay. We okay? Yes. Good. All right. Just slap me if I get ahead. Okay. Juzgará Dios a los justos y los impíos iguales. We gave you that scripture on Friday night at the end. Yo les di esa escritura al final el viernes. I hope you marked it in your Bible. Espero que marcaron ahí en su Biblia. Genesis 18:25 says this. Génesis 18:25 dice. Abraham is speaking to the Lord. Abraham está hablando con el Señor. Judgment is at hand. Viene el juicio. The Lord's going to send two angels down to Sodom and destroy it. El, este, el Señor va a enviar dos ángeles a Sodoma y Gomorra para destruirlo. Abraham knows he has a nephew that lives there. Abraham sabe que tiene un sobrino que vive ahí. Him and his wife and his two daughters. Él, su esposa y sus dos hijas. And he's trying to save them. Y trata de he never mentions them. Nunca los menciona. But you know what Abraham has in mind. Pero sabes lo que él tiene en mente. And he says this question: Will you destroy the righteous with the wicked? Y él le pregunta a Dios: ¿Juzgarás a los justos y los impíos igual? Far be it from you to do such a thing. ¿Cómo sería uno capaz de hacer algo? Should not the judge of the whole earth deal justly? No será justo. See, Abraham said. A standard for God, and God accepted it. Excuse me. That's a tough one, huh? He accepted a, a standard. Aceptó como un un estándar, un como sí, pero que aceptará aceptará un. Estaba por Dios. Estaba por lado. He was. He was. He would accept what God. Are we okay? Yeah. Okay. He put God on trial. Él le a Dios. He said, "You can't do this, God." Usted no hacer esto, Dios. You're a just God. Es un Dios justo. So they started to bargain at 50. Así con 50 personas. Abraham talked him down to 10. Lo, hasta el 10. And. Abraham, Abraham said, I've gone far enough. So off the angels went. But God must have told them something before they left. <coughs> he probably said, you know, you're not going to find 10 there. Get out whoever's there. That's right. See the, the mercy of God. He could only find Lot, his two daughters, and his wife. That's six short of ten. But God saved them anyway. That's our hope. God will not judge the righteous and the wicked alike. I don't know if you've ever looked up the ten plagues of Egypt. 
en Egipto, fueron 10 plagas. The last being the death of the firstborn. El último fue que el primer, el primer nacido, uh, primogénito moriría. When you have time, read them closely. Cuando tengan tiempo, leenlo en detalle. Israel only suffered the first three. Israel hemos sufrido los primeros tres. They were very minor. Fueron los menores. After that, God says no. Después de eso dijo Dios que ya. My people will not suffer the next seven. Mi gente no pasará los últimos siete. It kept worse and worse and worse. Porque se fueron poniendo peor y peor. He turned the Nile into blood. He sent flies. Sent gnats. After that, with the death of their cattle, hailstorm, death of their firstborn, Egypt suffered all seven. Israel didn't suffer. Check your Bible. However, sometimes the righteous have to suffer along beside the wicked. You have to live beside them, you suffer with them. There's an example of this with Joshua and Caleb. In Numbers 13. In Numbers 13, Israel was to send out 12 spies into the land. One from each tribe. Jacob was one and Caleb was one. After 40 days, oh, 40 days of testing. 40 days they came back. Ten of the spies gave an evil report. God called it evil. Joshua and Caleb gave good reports. God was so angry with them, he said, you're going to stay in the wilderness for 40 days. For 40 years, one year for every day that you went to spy out the land. 40 years. And Joshua and Caleb had no choice. They had to wait 40 years for them to go into the land. Now, they didn't suffer death, but they had to wait. And their families got to come with them. Joshua became the leader after Moses, great honor. And Caleb's victory is found there in the book of Joshua. Tremendous victory. They became strong leaders. But they had to suffer right along beside the wicked and be held out. It does happen. We may have to wait. At other times, God will sometimes rescue the righteous in the midst of judgment. There's an example of this in 70 A.D. Roman general came to Jerusalem. Rome is tired of the Jews rebelling. It's been 40 years since Jesus prophesied this would happen. Did I say 40? 
Exactly 40. Exactly 40. Exactamente 40. 40 is important. From the time Jesus spoke, when Titus arrived at the doorstep, it was 40 years exactly. He surrounded Jerusalem to starve them out. There were Christians inside. Christian Jews. If they remembered what Jesus said, while he was on earth, he said, When you see Jerusalem surrounded by the enemies, get out. For this destruction is near. And they did. They were saved. So, we don't know exactly what God's going to do with us. Nosotros no sabemos qué va a hacer Dios con nosotros. But God, with God, there's always hope. Pero con Dios siempre hay esperanza. Let's ask one last hard question. Then we'll stop there. Vamos a hacer una pregunta más. Why does God allow the righteous to suffer at all? Por qué Dios permite que los justos sufren así en general? Por qué debemos sufrir los justos? I read my Bible. Yo leo mi Biblia. I know Jesus. Yo conozco a Jesús. He's my Savior. Él es mi Salvador. We have a sweet relationship. Tenemos una relación. I pray. Yo oro. Raise my family to love and fear God. Yo tomo mi familia para que lo conozcan también. I even go to church. Hasta voy a la iglesia. Why does he let me suffer? ¿Por qué me de, por qué deja que sufrimos? Whole books have been written about that. ¿Por qué permite que, se, que pasemos sufrimiento? Let me give you some simple answers. Déjame dar unas respuestas, unas respuestas simples. Sometimes we don't we don't pray until we suffer. A veces no oramos hasta que sufrimos. You notice that? Notan eso? I'm not the only one that does it this way. I know that. Yo no soy el único. If everything's fine, I'm I'm not praying that much. I just. Si todo you know, está bien, uno no ora. But when I start suffering, pero cuando comienzo a sufrir, can't pay the bills. No puedo pagar el bill. Los bills. Wife gets sick. Se enferma la esposa. I start praying. Entonces comienzo a orar. We all do. Todos lo hacemos. And then when we pray, entonces oramos. And God answers those prayers. Y, y él contesta nuestras oraciones. Doesn't that increase our faith? Que no eso nuestra fe como que se sube. What good is praying if we're not going to get answers? De qué sirve la oración si no nos va a responder? And the ones that are answered in our favor are really exciting. Ah, eso sí, pero cuando nos responden los, a nuestras oraciones que queremos, entonces my faith goes up 10, 20 percent. Entonces si creemos más y más, entonces nuestra fe está en lo alto. It says in 1 Peter 1.7 Our faith to God is more precious than gold. More precious than gold. Our faith is precious to him. We can't, we can't give him anything material. We give him our tithes and our offerings, but that doesn't mean anything to God. He's got all the money anyway. What is most precious to God? Our faith. And so, we haven't prayed enough. Sometimes he gives us something to pray about. Then he answers that prayer. Our faith goes up. That's precious to God. That's a simple answer. One other thing I find in Hebrews 12.10. 12, 
There it says God disciplines us for our good. Y Dios nos disciplina por nuestro bien. That we might share his holiness. Que podemos este repartir su santidad. We've said that to our children. He disciplines us for our good that we might share his yeah. I hate to discipline my children. But God tells me I have to. Or I'm a bad father. So we go through the same steps. Do you understand the rules? Do you hear the warnings? Okay, and I, I hate to do this, son, but I've got to. Well, I mentioned that. I like, the, I like this one that women have come up with. It's called the one, two, three method. I can always tell the woman in the grocery store when she's doing it. The child's pitching a fit. She says, that's one. He continues, she says, that's two. Sigues, dos. And when she gets to two, he quits. Because <laughs> he knows what three means. Head to the tres. bathroom. Vamos al baño. I'm going to tell you to obey. Pero yo te digo que I'm doing this for your good. Yo estoy por tu bien. See, we do it and God does it. Nosotros it's hacemos for our y good. Dios hacemos es por bien. Everything in this word, Todo lo que encontramos en esta palabra, God's only thinking about our good. Él está pensando en nuestro bien. Isn't it good that we don't commit adultery? That usually leads to divorce, which God hates. Divided families, which God hates. And, and you try as a pastor to do marriages after you've had a divided family with this couple. As a pastor, when you're going to do a wedding. I did a wedding for a girl whose dad lived in, in Florida. The mother was there. La madre estaba ahí. The father hadn't got there yet. El padre no había llegado. Well, the whole story is, Así que la historia is the father had committed adultery. El padre adulterio. He got caught. Y lo encontraron. The wife had said, leave, I don't want anything to do with you. Y le dijo al esposo que no and they had a divorce they had one child, the girl una hija, la that wounded her terribly que fue un dolor. and she Pero was angry with her dad y con su papá. from the way she told it it looked like he was totally at fault she hated her dad ella a su papá. and she told me he's coming to the wedding y ella me dijo, Él viene a la boda. But I don't want him in it. Pero yo no quiero que esté en la boda. I said, you have to forgive your dad someday. Yo le dije, Tienes que perdonar a tu papá un she día. says, I'll never forgive Dijo, yo nunca lo voy a Do you see what adultery does? Ya ves lo que hace el it usually ended, ends in many lives being hurt. Afecta muchas vidas. And I know why God says, I hate divorce. In Malachi, he says it, look Dios it up. Que odia al Everything he tells us to do is for our good. Todo lo que nos dice es por Everything bien. he brings into our life is for our good. Todo lo que trae nuestras vidas es por Isn't that bien. what Paul said? Que no es lo que dijo Pablo. All things Todo. work together for our good Todo eso es para to those bien. that love God. Para los que aman a Dios. Even suffering. Hasta el sufrimiento. All right, we're going to end on this scripture. Vamos a ver en Second, 1 Corinthians 10. 13. I want to reassure you of something. 
This is one of the very first scriptures I memorized. Ese es uno de los primeros versículos que yo me, me aprendí de memoria. I memorized it because it meant so much to me. Porque significa mucho para mí. Paul says this. No temptation has overtaken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond that which you are able, but will with the temptation be able to make a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Okay. Aquí en 1 Corintios 10.13 dice, No has sobrevenido ninguna tentación que no sea humana, pero fiel es Dios que no os dejará ser tentados más de lo que podéis resistir, sino que dará también juntamente con la tentación la salida para que podáis soportar. The second part of that speaks to my heart. La, la, parte, la segunda parte me habla a mi corazón. God will never tempt me Dios nunca me tentará beyond my breaking point. más de lo que yo puedo resistir. It's a promise. Es una promesa. He knows what I can bear. Él sabe lo que yo puedo pasar. He doesn't have. He doesn't get any pleasure out of breaking us to the point of discouragement. To the point of discouragement. He gets no pleasure in that. He knows how much I can handle. You remember the book of Job? There are two things I want you to see there. Let's look how terrible Job had it. First he lost all his possessions. And then he lost all his children. And then he lost his health. What else could the enemy take from him? You and I will never be tested that much. Never. Job was a righteous man. But God must have known, I've got a man that I can show to the world that if you have the right stuff inside of you si lo de ti, you can suffer and still trust God. Sufrir, Dios. His wife didn't. Su no. What she say? Curse God and die. Dijo, Dios Her faith was gone. Su fue, su fue. But he hung in there. Pero él We'll never have to suffer that much. But God knew what he could handle. And I want you to see there another thing about God. God put a short leash on the devil. In each of those, he told the enemy how far he could go. God's in charge, not the devil. Even in his sickness, he said, you may touch him, but you can't kill him. And then it had a happy ending. I love the ending. He got twice the cattle, twice the sheep. More children. His daughters were so honored that he even mentioned their name in the Bible. What a bummer it would be to read the book of Job and have it end unhappy. I'd throw it out of my Bible if it didn't I'm a Disney kind of guy. I like everything to end happy. God can be trusted. He won't confiar en Dios. test us 
beyond our breaking point. That's what I want to leave you with. Now, next, uh, next uh, hour, we'll talk about the kind of church God wants us to be. To God has a plan. Gracias por escuchar nuestra grabación de Pacto de Gracias, Campus, Arkansas. Para más información, visítanos en nuestras páginas web, pactodegracia.org.mx y facebook.com barra Pacto de Gracia Warren.